0: Welcome to the muscle of Almas Podcast. I'm your host, Dammit Damian. Alright, buddies. Welcome to this week's episode. Boy, do we got a doozy for you, because this week we're hanging out with my new best friend forever, Mr. James DeWeese of Reggie in the Full Effect. That's right. James sits down with us at the Marquee Theater in Denver, Colorado, uh, for a short little chat. I'm um, I, I not... Man... Buddies, before we even get into that, I'm over caffeinated. I am blown out of my skull right now on coffee. I feel like uh, the episode of Futurama where Fry drinks hundred cups of coffee and uh can see through time and space, I feel like that's where I live right now. Uh mostly harmless has a new sponsor, and that sponsor is Deathwish Coffee. Now, Deathwish is the world's strongest cup of coffee. It is organically grown, fair trade, uber caffeinated, dark roasted. It's dark, rich, bold, and flavorful. Did I mention it's dark? awesome i love it uh i mean here's the disclaimer that comes with the coffee disclaimer this is not your regular morning coffee this is not your store-bought coffee you will not find this coffee at your local diner or at your sissy starbucks Deathwish coffee is the most highly caffeinated premium dark roast organic coffee in the world this is extreme coffee not for the weak Consider yourself warned. Now, I've had a full pot today, and I've only been up for about three hours. And I don't really notice too much of a difference than normal Damien because, you know, I'm always this wild, crazy, weird. And uh, that's kind of one of the reasons why it's called Dammit Damien. Uh, it's one of the best copies I've ever had, and it's great. And you can find it at DeathwishCoffee.com. Check them out. Mark marin has got his justcopy.coop, and now I've got my DeathwishCoffee.com. So go over there and visit them. Pick it up. Tell them you heard about it through Mostly Harmless Podcast. Drink it. You'll love it. I love it. I love you. I love everything right now. Life is good. Life is great. All right, buddies. Uh, but yeah, so this week uh, we meet up with James Deweese of Reggie and the Pool Effect. He's also been in My Chemical Romance, Newfound Found Glory, uh, and more importantly, the Get Up Kids. Now, uh, when Reggie and the Pool Effect first kind of came about and came around, I got a promo copy, which I kind of mentioned in the interview here in a minute, and I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. Um, now, through my uh, listening to... Matt Pryor's Nothing to Write Home About uh, podcast, I've gotten really into just listening to James Dewey's talk. Awesome dude. And then through listening to that, I've gotten back into the Reggie and the Full Effect and fell madly in love with him and his work. Um, My whole goal with this was to meet the guy, chat with him, become best friends forever. And uh, unfortunately, like, This is a shorter episode because James, as we talk about, has some vocal cord problems. Uh, He's getting surgery on that very soon. Uh, Tour manager, Jenny, was like, hey, look, you got 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, man, normally I do like 30, 35, 40. And Jenny's like, if he talks more than 20 minutes, he's going to lose his voice before the show. Because James is down. But she made a compelling point, and she was a hell of a tour manager. So uh, we just, it's a short little chat. I wanted it to be pretty free-flowing, and I think we uh, accomplished that. I think we got a pretty good little episode here today. Uh, and hopefully when James' vocal cords are back in order and back in shape, we can back down to brass tacks. We could become best friends forever. I will move to New Jersey. I will live in his guest house. I'm, I don't actually think he has one, but his basement, his couch, whatever. James, let's hang out, buddy. Hang out. All right. um, So, without any further rambling, let's get into this episode. Let's get the brass tacks now. uh, James's new album, Reggie and the Full Effects, No Country for Old Musicians. It's awesome. It's hard to like pull out a track and just be like, "Hey, this is one's going to open it." Uh, But I think this one's got a really good like feel and vibe for it So, for those of you who aren't familiar with Reggie and the Full Effect, I think this is a good welcome opening song. It's a fun, lighthearted track, Uh, and it's about turning thirty-seven. And the song's called thirty seven and it's off No Country for Old Musicians out now on Pure Noise Records. Let's uh let's take a little listen, buddies. Let's take a listen. All right. Shane So yeah, we're uh, hanging out the Marquee with uh, James DeWeese. Did I say that right? You said it perfect perfect, cool. Uh, uh Reggie and the full effect. How you doing? How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm good, I'm really tired. It's Are... a long drive yeah. through Wyoming. It's Salt Lake City. How were the roads? Horrible. Yeah. It oh. was the white knuckle like snow blowing across I eighty, yeah. you know, you've got to speed up, slow down, you can't see in front of you for like ten feet.
0: And you just... you got to do the driving?
1: I did the first part of the drive oh. because I'm a morning person. Oh Lucky lucky you, I guess. I like the morning.
0: Oh no, that's my least favorite. <laughs> no, I mean when
1: we woke up it was snowing and it was like you know, um kind of like, oh man, this is gonna stink. And then, you know TM Jenny was uh it's gonna snow until right here and it was she was perfectly right about where it was gonna stop. And then it was awesome, it was sunny. Nothing too bad for like an hour, and then it was complete garbage again. So it was like just one of those days where you're like, oh, I just want to get there and be done and
0: we have another long drive tonight, so Fuck, yeah. So well well thanks for taking the time to sit down with me. No, uh, at all. thank you. I uh once upon a time I got a copy of uh oh, Greatest Hits, the first Reggie album as a promo copy. Or it might have been promo copy, I get the two confused just because of how long ago it was. Yeah. I a didn't funny. get I I didn't get it. I never got into the band. But just recently, uh, listening to Matt Pryor's podcast, listening to you on there all the time, I'm like, because you know, I got to check out my competition. I fell in love with just you as a oh, character, right you Thanks. as a person, and I'm like, I gotta fucking meet this guy, and we gotta become best friends forever now. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully within the 20 minutes we got here, we can make that happen. Um, so one thing I like about you is I can ask you something, and you'll just ramble. So I didn't do as much prep work as I like to. Him, so, don't worry, so, you just so, shoot. Yeah, which shoot is away. what I like. Which is what I like. Uh, normally, I talk to people a lot about uh, their origins. Okay. Uh, um, and I was curious, like, when you're a musician for hire, did you ever, when you were a little kid, was that all you ever wanted to do, was just be a musician? Or is there ever any I other think, yeah, avenues? I think pretty much from when I was, like, nine years old, um, I uh, filled out one of those
1: um, things in a magazine where you could get, like, 25 cassette tapes for a penny.
0: Yeah. And Columbia House, baby. Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, I did that, and I got, like, you know, all the Def Leopards, Duran Duran's, my brother got um, some soundtracks. Um, my brother Smack's an avid soundtrack person Like I mean We actually The other day in the van We listened to the Blade Runner soundtrack Just because I'm a soundtrack person too and, yeah. Um But uh, Smack was like it, All the Indiana Jones soundtracks Like he bought like The Lethal Weapon soundtracks Like that kind of shit And uh, But I remember like You know Playing air drums And like air guitar To like Def Leppard and Duran Durant. Those were my two bands I had a picture of Roger Taylor, it's just mad homoerotic now to think <laughs> about. But like when I was like you know eight years old, nine years old, I had this poster from of Roger Taylor from Duran Duran arena, and then uh, I had a Def Leppard like long sleeve T shirt that my dad bought me and a Duran Duran long sleeve T shirt, and I never took them off, what? and would play Tupperware with spoons and you know all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: So what was the first introduction to music? Do you remember, like, were your parents very musical people growing up? No, um, uh, my brother was taking piano lessons. How old is your brother? How much well, older? He's 39. Okay, and you're 37? Yeah. Okay.
1: And uh, Smack was taking piano when he was eight, and my mom said I had to wait till I was eight, and then she actually let me start when I was seven. And uh, I loved it. Like, my teacher was awesome, uh, Mrs. Hank. And Mrs. Hank would let me play... Movie themes. Yeah. So, like, my first recital was the theme to Close Encounters. And, like, the, you know, piano version for a seven-year-old. So, (laughs) but it was great. And uh, I took piano for, like, five years. um, And then started doing percussion through school. So I was doing percussion and piano. And, like, you know, friends of mine whose parents were, like, wealthy would have a guitar and an amp and stuff. So, you know, after, like, a summer of mowing lawns, my mom finally bought me a drum set. And... The bands began.
0: Yeah. What was your first band? Do you remember?
1: Um, we didn't have a name, but we played uh, the talent show. We played actually Silly Girl, The nice. Descendants. Nice. Because um, we always wanted to play Get the Time, but it was a little tougher. Silly Girl was a lot easier.
0: Um, and so once you started playing out in front of people, was it just off and running? Were you hooked? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, once I realized that, that like,
1: you know, I liked being on stage and I like performing and putting on a show for people and when it's you know even before I started making money doing even with like Coalesce and everything you know it was like the choice of do I finish college and not be in a touring band or do I do touring band and not finish college and I chose touring band and you know here I am today where it's like you know, I've done some pretty incredible stuff.
0: i got to say, you probably made the right choice.
1: I think so, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, I can always go back and finish my degree if I want to. I'm only, like, two semesters away, yeah. so. Oh,
0: that sounds bad. What do your parents think of uh, the life you've chosen?
1: You know, it's they've been 100% supportive yep. of it. Um, of they, my mom says that I'm an interesting child. <laughs> I'm the baby, so. Yeah. Um, they always... Uh, she let us have, I mean, even all the way up to, like, Get Up Kids, when I didn't even live with them, they would let us have Get Up Kid practice at their house and Coalesce practice at their house. That's where I started doing all the Reggie demos was when Coalesce, all the gear was at my parents' house, and I would work at Pizza Hut, and I would go by my parents' <laughs> house and just play on the guitars and the drums and start making these four-track demos.
0: Nice. And then, so, um, where, 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 what kind of outlet do you get by doing, you know, you were in Get Up Kids, you were in uh, MCR, yeah, My Chemical my Romance. My Chemical Romance, I, I, in my head. That I, tiny I, band? Yeah, that tiny little <laughs> band. What kind of uh, outlet do you get for doing Reggie on the side? like? It, it's
1: my release of everything that I want, you know. Like, I write a lot of different kinds of music, and I write a lot of music for a lot yeah. of different bands. And uh, I like doing that. Like, I'm, I'm not a fan of just one style of music, and I'm not a fan of writing just one style of music. I always like to keep it kind of open and challenging. Being a piano player... Um, it really has a lot more benefits in knowing how to, like, write strings or knowing how to write for guitars or, yeah. and because you kind of hear where the things are going to come in in your head. It's like, I don't know. It, I mean, it it's really boils down to just mathematics. But, uh, no, you know, Reggie is what, like, I can't write a song about chickens with MCR. I mean, I could, but they won't use it. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't I, use and it. And kids won't use it. Coloss won't use it. But everybody loves it, yeah. but, so it has to be my
0: thing. Where does that ridiculousness come from? My or has that always been there? It's, it's been yeah. there forever. My mom is just as weird as me. Yeah, so, so when I was finally, you know, getting introduced to you and jumping in headfirst into your catalog, I kept thinking to myself, man, this guy's got to do a ton of drugs and drinking to write this stuff. And then I discovered that you're clean and sober now.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it started clean and sober. The, um, the drugs and the alcohol came, and then the drugs came from the alcohol. And that was like, you know, after a divorce and just living on the road for like three years straight and just, you know, we kind of came a fucking hot mess yeah. and don't regret it. I regret certain parts of it. I don't regret the other parts. It's just one of those things that like I had to get, go through to get to where I need to yeah. be now.
0: And, uh, but yeah, so like, you're not a crazy, like this stuff just comes to you, the silly thing. I don't know why it's, it's like, dogs? you know,
1: i it's like the stuff that when you're <laughs> making, like I'll be in the kitchen, like cutting, you know, make my dog's dinner right. or something. And, uh, you know, sitting there, and all of a sudden, here comes Chicken Song. Yeah. I didn't ask for it; it just <laughs> popped in there. Or I sing songs to my dogs, and I kind of sing stuff about what's around me. Like, you know,
0: like, whatever this is, yeah, <laughs> that right. kind of shit. You just uh, um, like Chris Pratt on Parks and Rec, kind of like that. I'm i don't know that. I've never seen that. You've show. Never seen Parks and Rec. No. I think you would like it.
1: that's what my my dad finally got me to watch uh, Modern Family because all these people were like, "Oh no, it's just like Arrested Development." And I watched an episode a long time ago and I was like, no, it's fucking not.
0: (laughs) But it is actually really funny. Like, I mean, now I'm kind of into it. Yeah, so um, you seem to be a kind of person that... You know, you're obsessed with soundtracks and whatnot. Are you a pop culture kind of guy? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So with, with Reggie, you get to create, like, you get to make music videos and whatnot. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you get to make small films. Like, how, how does it feel to contribute to the pop culture world that you uh, um, like so much?
1: I like being the person that can prove, like, you know, one of the videos that I made for Reggie that was one of his most popular ones, uh, I made for $70. <laughs> Which one was that one? The fluctuation video of oh, yeah. reality, where I'm on the beach in the Prince costume. Yeah. That was 70 bucks. <laughs> and I like being able to to show people that no you don't have to spend fifty grand on this like if you're If you truly have a creative idea and and you know and, and it 's good, it shouldn't be fifty thousand dollars you don't need fifty thousand dollars you don't need a hundred thousand dollars. you should be able to do it for five you know well probably more than five right. but at the same time, you know it doesn't need to cost a fortune same with recording like you know you don't need to spend a fortune on recording you if the songs are good it's gonna show in whatever recording you make yeah you know you can put bells and whistles on a shitty song and you still just have a shitty song that sounds <laughs> awesome
0: uh have you ever thought about doing other things like I love your voice, and I know a lot of it comes from uh what the
1: I have a note on my vocal cord yeah, yeah, I
0: have to have surgery on it. Oh, you haven't had surgery yet? No, we haven't had
1: time. It's a 12 week recovery. Jesus. So, as soon as I'm trying to save 12 weeks from April to like July, and uh, that's my recovery time.
0: Well, when I first heard your voice, I was like, man, this guy sounds a lot like Kyle Kanane. You familiar with Kyle Kinane? He's a stand up comedian. He's uh, right now the voice of Comedy Central. He's the guy that goes, up next, Workaholics. Oh, wow, right on. And he's and, And like, I. The first uh, Matt Pryor episode I listened with you on it, which had the photographer whose name I've spaced, but I was like, God, is this? No, it's not. But uh, uh, maybe we looked into voiceovers or anything like that? I
1: did him for this cartoon for, for uh, Cartoon Network called The Zoo. It never came out. No. That was the voice of uh, like two different cops and a bunch of the animals. Me and Jordan from Newfound Glory were the, uh, basically the whole show because <laughs> so, he can do tons of voices too.
0: Yeah, um, but that never went anywhere because you- I don't know. Like yeah.
1: the dude, I sat in the studio and did all these, you know, read the script and did all these voices, and the guy's like, "Okay, we'll get in touch with you when the show's gonna air," and blah blah blah. Never. Yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting for the MC Chris cartoon to come out. So cartoons are expensive. I've been looking into it's doing them in myself. Labor love, man. Yeah. You got, Well, I guess even with computers, like when I watch that South Park thing on how fast yeah. they can make episodes, it's like <laughs> those dudes are insane. Yeah. Like that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, so the new record is No Country for Old Musicians. Yeah. You f- I take it you're a fan of the at least the movie. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, have you read the book? Uh, I've never read the book. That's good. I should have brought it for you. Um, I, I just finished it.
1: I, I like the title being you know No Country for Old Men. Um, and and my world it being No Country for Old Musicians. We're like you know yeah. who in their right mind would try to rekindle a career being 37 <laughs> years old and being gone for six years. And uh, just is like a test to see if, if people gave a Got shit. It. And apparently they do, and and it's, you know, it's kind of back, and it's like, wow, this is great. Like, I love doing this stuff on stage. I get to just kind of go nuts for an hour and a half. Yeah, it's silly, and it's fun. Yeah, it's not meant to be like, I don't want people to walk away going, like, wow, you think it's so cool. It's like, no, I don't. Like, I think I'm an idiot, (laughs) and I'm on stage telling, like, jokes about things, like, from my childhood and things from the studios and all the different bands I've played in, and, you know, playing songs is, like, I don't know. It's like there's two parts to the set. One
0: is like the comedy relief and the other one is the music. So, Yeah. Hey, can you believe that where, how far this joke has taken you? I mean, t- I, 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 I mean, joke in like a. No. Yeah. A, I know uh, what you're saying. Yeah. No,
1: it's like something that I started for fun. Yeah. Where, and it was funny because uh, Sean from Coalesce was like, this will probably be the thing that like goes on forever. Dude, yeah. he's like, you will have like 12 records of this <laughs> since it's just you. He's like, you know, why wouldn't you? And uh, I met Record
0: Six, so you know. Yeah, there you go. Right. well, it's funny because like the Beastie Boys, they were a joke band that took off and became yeah. influential. And then they face got makers. really cool though. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Right. they got awesome. Well, it's like 303 from Denver joke band that took, went serious. They never got really cool.
1: No, but yeah. but I mean but they uh, they they never like admit went out and said like we were trying to be cool. They yeah. they always said like we just did this for fun
0: in our dorm and
1: weren't they both in like med school?
0: I don't remember. Some of them were both really smart. Like they, they were roommates with a local band, and they would open up for the local band here in Denver. And yeah. It just blew the fuck up. And Hell they, yeah. That good for them. Um, where has this thing taken you that you never thought it could go? Reggie? Um, yeah. Um. So, since, you know, Reggie-centric. I mean, because it seems like you're just kind of like, hey, let's make a video, this silly video. Holy shit, I can't believe I got to do that.
1: Yeah, you know, it's weird. Like, uh... I got. I went to New York before I moved there um, to uh, watch the pilot of the Reggie Show get taped, and it was a show about peanut butter and jelly and their adventures. And it was so stupid; <laughs> it was the worst idea. And I remember sitting there being like, "I've created a monster." Like people are trying to take this like, this like simple idea of just you know the, these like characters that I pull out of my ass. Yeah and run with them and be like oh we're gonna make this show off of peanut butter and jelly and we want this dude wearing the wig named Paco to to be like a, a, a you know significant part of this and it's like no this is dumb like you can't you're reading way too much into it but at the same time those are people that have the money to back up whatever idea they've got and like for me it's like you know I'm cutting out a hole in the box and you know, getting up there with socks and be like, "Oh, it's a cockroach."
0: I'd watch that though. Cause I, I mean, there's so no much one's weird. doing that. Like yeah. that would be funny now. That would be
1: great, no yeah. one's doing like a, a an old school, corny, fucking homemade show. Everything is like done on computers. Oh, of course, you'd have to watch the homemade show yeah, on right. computers. Yeah, YouTube. You, you wouldn't find make any money on it. Enough people with a VA, with VCRs still to be like, it's only on VHS. <laughs> but some kids coming like,
0: back. I'm putting this on computers. <laughs> like, yeah, that's coming back though. That whole like, oh yeah, well, cassette tapes are back would have ever fucking talk because that tapes are back um so you just randomly like how do you like i used to be really good at just coming up with the most bizarre ideas and running with them but i i seem that now i'm only 32 you're 37 you can still do it how, how do you tap into that inner child any idea I, don't
1: know. I think it's just you know my outlook on life as far as like yeah. and trying to enjoy it as much as possible without hurting anybody yeah. and uh you know there's nothing wrong like People being happy and laughing is a lot better than, you know, when when I'm hanging out with people or when I'm putting on a show, it's like, you know, I'm here to entertain you. And for the hour and a half that, that you're going to watch me, like, I am going to entertain you. Like, yeah. I will stop at nothing to take your mind off whatever garbage or whatever problem, whatever hardship has happened. Because it happens to all of us. Like, you know, I mean, I have my ups and downs no. and and... It's all the things that are real life where it's like, you know, here's other things to take with a grain of salt and like, you know, and that there's always a light at the end of every tunnel and things will be okay and learn to laugh at yourself and learn to laugh at others without pissing them off and being offensive. It's like, there's a way to do it and a way not to do it. And it's, you know, all it takes is a little bit of effort and a little bit of brain power to be like, Hey, you know what? Like. Yeah, I can laugh at myself. I look like a fucking idiot right now.
0: <laughs> that's what I've been trying to do, too. Um, so, like, today you're tired. You just had, what, a 14, 15-hour drive, something like that? Well,
1: we went straight from Portland two days ago. So it was Portland, Salt oh, Lake, man. or no, Seattle, Salt Lake, uh, Denver, Kansas City, then St. Louis. It doesn't stop.
0: And then we go wow. back to Kansas City for a day off. That's, that's ridiculous. We're crossing, we're, we're, we're jet-setting. Yeah. So, you're tired, you're worn out, you've been in a van this whole time. How do you get up there on stage and give these people that It's show? the people, that know, it's the energy, yeah,
1: yeah. It's the energy you get when you see people smiling
0: and, like, you know, having a good time. Cool. Um, Four minutes? Yeah. What, what's next for Reggie? What, what else do you have going on? Surgery and then more toes. Yeah, so, so uh, you have a node. How do you get a node? Is that just from...
1: I think it's from 17 years of screaming, laughing, drinking snorting, screaming more, yeah. laughing, smoking, snorting, screaming, laughing, yeah. singing, screaming. 17 years of it, I think finally just was like, you
0: know, caught up with me. Yeah. Uh, so, so you've been a hired gun for years now. Now you're running the whole show for Reggie with the exception of what Ginny here is doing. How does it feel to be your own man again? Um, uh, I like it. You know, it seems I don't like it.
1: I, I don't like being in charge. Yeah. I, I, uh, I like to have other people be in charge. Um, I like to be creative. Uh, I'm not the business person. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Never I, I
0: I noticed, like, you do hand-drawn covers. Yeah, those are, noticed. like, special for the shows. Yeah. So I can b- buy one of those tonight? Yeah, you can. Is yeah. it going to be worth something on eBay one day? Probably. Let's hope so. Yeah, uh, there's only going to be, like, 250 so I'm right at 200 right now. Cool. So, uh, I mean, what else other creative things are you doing when you're not with Reggie or playing keyboards? Or- well,
1: we've got... Matt and I have our EP that came out. It um, Kids are always doing stuff. Um, Frank, Frank from MCR and I have an electronic band going. Um, we're almost done with the full-length record, but just like we're, I'm gone and he's busy. so um, That's about it I can think cool. of. Uh, we're shooting the video for 37 right when this tour ends, so... Cool. This should be
0: fun. Yeah. Or, or do you consider yourself the director of these events? No. Nah. Interest you at all? No. Nah. No. Nah. Would you hand run your own cartoon or anything like that, or you nah. just want to? Oh, I don't like that. I would just, just like sit and be like, that's really funny. Cool. And if it wasn't,
1: you know, yeah. I've always had a good relationship with people I work with. where It's like oh, I can tell you honestly, like it's not in any offense, it's just it's yeah. not that funny. Like, yeah.
0: be funnier. So I've never seen a Reggie in the full effect show. I'm in for a treat, and I got a feeling that a lot of my listeners probably haven't either. What can we expect when we come to see? You? well it's
1: it's a full show it's more like going to see like a musical so
0: it's kind of like a stripped down there's costume changes there's there's uh multi there's multiple
1: bands playing at once there's you know you don't see just the rock band you see the techno band and you see
0: the death metal band and all that so cool I can't wait it'll Um, be a good time yeah so uh, we've hit our we're about to hit our 20 minute mark Let's do this again sometime when we got awesome. a little bit more time, and you're not going to lose your voice, or so maybe Skype or something. Somewhere. Yeah. Well, thank we could, you very but much. But seriously, like, uh, listening to you and Matt, I'm just like, God, I, this guy. I want to be friends with this guy. So <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, maybe in the future, we're we'll off be a best good friends. Story. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, any any last words you want to shoot out there to the cosmos? Um, I know. Weird question to put it out there.
1: Hurry up, aliens! It's yeah, getting right. boring. All
0: right, <laughs> all right, James. Thanks for thank hanging out. Thank you very out. much, man. Yeah, it's fun. Well, all right, buddies. James, thanks for hanging out and talking to me. Ginny, thanks for being tour manager extraordinaire. Uh, thanks to the Marquee Theater for hosting this event and letting me through and making this happen. And uh, more importantly, thanks to you for listening. Oh, and even even more importantly, thanks to Death Wish Coffee for being a new sponsor on the show. Deathwishcoffee.com, the world's strongest coffee cup. Uh, I promise you, man. Like, I mean, I can't really tell too much of a difference. I, I feel like I'm just as normal as always, which is never normal at all. Uh, but, yeah organically grown fair trade uber caffeinated dark roasted coffee it's rich dark powerful and flavorful just like uh, your favorite super villain or something. I don't know. Insert a witty joke there. I'll edit in later on. Uh, but, buddies, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking things out. If this is your first time visiting Mostly Harmless Podcast, please visit MostlyHarmlessPodcast.com. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes. Hey, leave a little iTunes love. Click a little star review if you feel so inclined. Uh, we're also on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn uh, Podcast. Uh, we're on a ton of different apps. Uh, let me know if if we're not on the app that you like to listen to for your podcasting needs. Mostly harmless podcast.com leave me a comment email and i will get back to you and i will let you know and i will get it onto those uh podcasting uh platforms uh please uh check us out like us follow us check out DeathwishCopy.com. james thanks for hanging out check out no country for old musicians out now on pure noise records uh and now i'm gonna end this episode with my two favorite songs from no country for old musicians um the first one it's dumb it's simple it's easy I love it. It's probably my favorite song on the record, but it's only like 38 seconds long. It's called Fowling Around, and then we're going to follow it up with uh, Revenge is a Dish best served at Park Chan-wook's house. Park Chan-wook, of course, uh, directed the film Old Boy and uh, the killer revenge uh, trilogy, and I wish I had, t- had time to talk to James about those movies, because, man, I could talk his ear off next time. We're going to get him back on the show soon. So, yeah, here we go with uh, Fowling Around and Revenge is a Dish best served at Park Chan-wook's house. Thanks for listening, buddies. We'll see you in the 20 pages.